Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. And joining us now is Mark Fitch. Mark is a writer, and he is writing for a wonderful new, I mean, it's a wonderful new site and newsletter called CT Inside Investigator. And I have to tell you, Mark, you guys are doing absolutely marvelous work. We've had Tom Hopkins on twice already. You have assembled a really impressive staff, and I love the deep dives that you're doing. Uh, Mark has worked as an investigative reporter for Yankee Institute. He was a 2014 Robert Novak Journalism Fellow. He previously worked in the field of mental health. He's written books and novels. He has a Master's of Fine Arts degree from Western Connecticut State University. And he wrote a deep dive a couple of weeks ago on the costs and benefits of Connecticut's retirement program, which is called My CT Savings. At 203-333-9422, we'll open up the calls for we'll open up the phones for questions if you have them. Mark, welcome to the Lisa Wexa show today. Hello. Hi. Hello, Lisa, and thank you for having me on. And thank you for all the, the wonderful comments. Yeah, we're uh, we're very proud of what we've managed to accomplish so far in less than a year of existence. So uh, you know, many thanks. Yeah, no, you're doing phenomenal work. I mean, we pay attention to this, this kind of thing, and I'm reading you religiously all the time, and I'm just really impressed with the quality of reporting, the data, the statistics. It's it's really good. Keep it up. We need it in Connecticut, so keep it up. It's wonderful. So, um, we will. Good. So, Mark, tell me, um, let's educate the audience a little bit about what is my CT savings? What is it? Okay, so my CT savings, uh, it was actually passed in 2016. We were one of the first states to pass a state retirement program, uh, but it just took us a much longer to get it going for numerous reasons I won't get into right now. But um, basically what it is is that if you're an employer and you do not offer a retirement plan to your employees, you are required to basically enroll your employees into this state program called MyCT Savings. And once the employees are enrolled, uh, it starts deducting, doing a payroll deduction from their paychecks and putting it into a Roth IRA. And so employees so you, can opt wow. out of that if they want, but ah, okay. uh, they're automatically, they are automatically put in. They can opt out afterwards if they want, but um, it's, it's mandatory. That's really interesting. So 
it's basically the state setting up an infrastructure, setting up the structure and saying, you may not be wise enough, you may not be diligent enough to put money aside every week, but we know, as a nanny state, we know that this is good for you. And we know that long term, you're going to be happy that you've done this. So we are, the default setting is in unless you go out. Mm-hmm. So, and what percentage, exactly. and what percentage of a paycheck, Mark, is it? Uh, 3%. Okay, and, so you know the the employee can adjust that they can you know they can they can raise it if they want but yeah the base the base setting is three percent. And what are the costs to the employer of setting this up? Well, I mean, as far as money, like direct money, like they don't contribute to the savings of the employee or anything like that. They do have to do kind of the administrative work of setting up the payroll deduction, registering with the state, you know, things like that. So there's some back-end administrative work that the employer has to do. But as far as any direct money in contributing toward their employees' retirement, they don't have to pay anything. And are there any employers, like less than 10 employees, less than 50, less than five, who are exempt from this? Uh, less than five. So it's if you if you have more than five employees, you do have to uh, register with the state, and that's something they're really pushing for because they need to have all the employers contact the state and you know tell them whether or not they have a qualifying retirement plan. So you know if you're an employer and you have a 401k, you're exempt, but you still have to let the state know that you're exempt. Oh. Uh, and if you and for those who don't have a retirement plan uh they have to let the state know and and get their employees enrolled because down the line they could potentially face some penalties uh there's some regulations and legislation that's going through the uh, capital that could either impose some kind of small financial penalty on the employer or potentially open them up to uh civil litigation if they if they fail to comply now, do we mean employees loosely, or do we mean employees in the way of a W-2? Uh, W-2. Okay. So for people that hire uh, people on 1099s or they sort of operate their business in a freelance way with a lot of people who are doing projects, that's not my CT savings. No, They're exempt. Okay. Yeah, that's not that's not who they're that's not who they're uh, talking about. And re- and really, the the program is and you know they they freely admit this. You know, it's they're really targeting uh, generally lower income uh, employees. Uh, it could be because you know higher income employees are usually lo- working for you know more established businesses uh, that that pay more and offer these kind of benefits. So they're trying to set up. You know, people who may not be earning as much and may not have as much as much financial literacy to have savings down the road. So when they do retire, they're not, you know, reliant on Social Security or possibly, you know, state benefits of some kind, uh, having a little bit of a a nest egg for for when they finally decide to to call it quits from the working world there. Um, You know, I think I think most people think. You know these. In, you know, Connecticut is not the only one to do it. This is this is a pro. This, this kind of these kind of programs are proliferating across the United States. Um, you know, started California, Oregon. You know, now we obviously have Connecticut, Colorado, Illinois, Maryland, Maine, Delaware. Uh, 
it's really it's picking up steam and it's you know states are seeing this as a way to kind of perhaps lessen their future liabilities when it comes to uh you know i don't want to say welfare programs but like support programs and you know yeah, social yeah. programs they're trying to have people, people yeah retire. it's it's basically for savings it's basically it's basically an acknowledgement that social security can't do it all and that we have an mm-hmm. extraordinary number as a percentage of seniors who live exclusively on social security much more than fdr ever would have imagined much more than our society ever would have imagined. And so now we look at this four savings of Social Security and recognize that's not enough. So let's do a little bit more. Let's make people do a little bit more. Um, I was reading some of the stats. It says that 3% of like $100 or whatever can end up as much as a quarter of a million dollars by the time you Mm -hmm. retire. I think that that's rather ambitious personally myself. I mean, I think it's a little bit polyamorous. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Anna, one of the things, Mark Fitch, that you go into is, well, where is the money invested and are there any hidden fees? Can you explore that aspect? Absolutely. So, yeah, it was kind of the, the basis of this, this long-form article is because the fees that are associated with my CP savings are much higher than the fees you would pay if you just opened your own Roth IRA. Actually, in writing this article, I opened my own Roth, I, Roth IRA just to see how hard it was. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was not difficult. It took me about ten minutes, um, and I was able to invest money directly into one of the funds that y- you, your money would go into if you were part of my CP savings. Uh, the difference is that the fees for those funds your money goes into are much lower, sometimes 10 times less wow. than the fees that you pay if you go through MyCP Savings. And the, the fees are all paid by the employee. It comes out of their savings. And it, you know, one of the things that, you know, kind of an issue here is since since they are really catering towards uh, lower income people they think don't have as much you know kind of financial knowledge uh, when they when my CT savings explains their fee structure they say well it's twenty six dollars a year comes out of your account plus point two five percent of your savings that's a lot and so I, well you know it depends on how you you know to me and I'm not I'm not the most financially literate person I'm lucky that I had an editor who is you know and he really kind of turned me on to this whole idea 
Um, but I sit there and I say, all right, 26 bucks, 0.25%, which is only a quarter, you know, 25 cents per every hundred dollars. That doesn't sound so bad to me if I can save up 250 grand. But the thing is, those those fees come directly out of the money that is invested uh, in your account. So that means that you're losing the potential growth that the, that money could have fed into. And so when we went through and actually calculated the potential lost growth, the, you know, the lost revenue to the saver through, you know, uh, the magic of compounding, you know, returns and all this kind of stuff. Over a 40-year career, you're talking $60,000 about, $62,000, and we're basing that on a person earning only $50,000 a year throughout their entire career and paying in 3%. So if you stayed in MyCT savings throughout your, your whole career, you would end up sacrificing more than a year's salary in lost growth because of these fees. Now, you know, when I when I opened my account, I said, all right, well, what, what am I going to invest into? And they have one of their funds is this, you know, Fidelity Market Index Fund. Well, that fund charges 0.015% expense fee mm-hmm. at, compared to my CT savings, which is 0.25%. So big it difference. is much less, big difference. And this all adds up when you're talking you know, saving over decades and potential growth in the stock market. So it's something that people need to be aware of. um, And if when they're making a decision about where they want to put their savings, because the way the way it stands now is you're you're going to get a retirement savings plan one way or the other. Essentially, Um, you can go with my CT savings or maybe your employer decides that, hey, well, I'll just go ahead and start my own retirement plan. You know, or you can go do your own thing. And, you know, some people may choose to do their own thing, and I think that's an overall win. Um, But, yeah, they should at least be aware of how these fees do add up if you're going to be automatically enrolled into this state program. Well, well, let me go back, Mark Fitch, because I'm a little confused. If an employer has to set up this MyCT savings, if the employer's responsibility is to set it up and it's automatically – uh, deposited in an employee's account, then where is the choice for the employee to take that money and not have to pay those fees? So they can they can opt out through the comptroller's office. Uh, ah. they can, so what happens what happens is you know for the first I think it's uh, thirty days, uh, the money that comes out of your paycheck goes into basically a holding account. You know, it's just going to sit there because they don't want to invest it because if you change your mind, you you, you don't want to come back with less money. So it, it goes into a holding account for about a month. And then if you decide to opt out, they give you your money back and you can go about your day. Uh, I, If you choose not to opt out, then your money gets invested. So you're saying not to not invest. You're saying if you opt out, take that money and invest it elsewhere. You're not saying not to invest. You're just saying take that same money and invest it elsewhere in terms of looking at the fee. Of course, the convenience and the idea that you could have blinders on and not worry about it might be very appealing to a lot of people because inertia, you know, is the law with which most of us operate in the world. So Exactly. It, then that's, that's kind of the selling point on mm-hmm. my CT savings is right. because it's a payroll deduction. 
Right. You don't have to worry about it. You know? Right. Um, with, so let me let me ask IRA, you this. Yeah. yeah. With this article that you published, and you published it on the 13th of February, have you gotten a response from the state of Connecticut that said, hold on, wait a minute, we can, with the bargaining power of being the state of Connecticut, we're going to now reduce these fees. We're not going to allow this anymore. In other words, somebody has made a contract with somebody that it's costing so much money. Why does it have to cost oh. so much money? Well, it, this is they. I mean, they they knew how much it was going to cost. They signed the contracts, um, and we have. I did, you know, speak with the comptroller's office, and we confirmed all of this. Uh, the fees are what they are right now. I mean, this these fees go to pay. Uh, what we call the middleman, which is this company called Vestwell, and they they manage the money for these state programs. They do it in multiple states, but they do charge for their services because their services, you know, tend to be kind of expensive because you have to, you know, do filings for all these different, you know, people, all these small time savers. You know, there could be hundreds of thousands of them if the program grows enough. I so see. yeah, you're, we're the, the fees pay the middleman. I see. And, and the middleman is necessary, not because they're choosing whether to invest in Exxon or Walmart, but because they have to do the paperwork associated with the administration of the program itself. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. I see. Yes. Now, if the if Connecticut builds up enough assets, I mean, we have about two point four million dollars in assets right now. But if we build up enough, uh, those fees could potentially get lowered in the future. Uh, but right now, those are what they are, and you know they. They know that's what it is. Uh, it's just the, the price you have to pay for having somebody manage all these different accounts. Don't you love it that the rich always pay less? No matter what it is, it's always seemed to be intuitively unfair. The bigger your account, the less you pay. It really should be the smaller your account, the less you pay, because theoretically, the less you can afford to pay. But it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. It's always the more money you have, the less you pay for just about everything. Anyway. That's what it yeah, is. Yeah, no, it, it, it does tend to work that way, yes. <laughs> no. All right. Well, Mark Fitch, this has really been, I mean, very, very helpful. So the bottom line is five employees or more need to make mm-hmm. sure that they let the state know one way or another they're either in my CT savings or they're not because they qualify because they have their own 401K. Uh, we're talking about W-2 employees and as mm-hmm. employees, on the other side of things, we should know that uh, if we have the discipline to continue to save, that maybe over time we could accrue saving more money by not putting it in these fee-based programs. But on the other hand, the fee-based programs have the advantage of we close our eyes, just like Social Security, and we know that over time we're saving something. And so maybe, you know, maybe we're doing it. And it's a little less painful because we don't have to manage it ourselves. That's the cost of exactly the cost of it. Yeah, yeah. It's really you know it's everybody's personal decision uh, how they want to go, and there are advantages and disadvantages to both. Mark Fitch, thank you very much for coming on today. Um, I'm going to be reading all your stories as usual. We'll invite you back on the show now and then. And thank you for the work of CT Inside Investigator. Well, thank you. My pleasure coming on, and uh, all my best. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at Lisa at LisaWexler.com.